Welcome to the MFR Coaches Podcast, where we talk about how you can create a six-figure MFR practice. I'm your host, Heather Hommel. Not only have I been practicing MFR for 11 years, I'm also a life and business coach, especially for MFR therapists. My goal is for you to understand how to get fully booked, how to talk to your clients, and how to make sure they understand what's possible for them with MFR treatment. I'm here to help you stop under earning, overworking, and burning out. I'll lend support so you can create the MFR practice you've always wanted. Learn how you can do it too, even if you live in a tiny town, and even if you're just starting out, and even if you've ran your practice for years. Let's go. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the MFR Coaches Podcast. I am joined today by one of my coaching clients who is a member of my 12-month coaching program. Kim Stacy. Kim is the owner of HTX MFR, also known as Houston, Texas, myofascial release. She has been an LMT for the last 20 years and in the last nine months has become an MFR therapist. So Kim, welcome to the program. I'm so glad you're here. Would you like to tell the audience a little bit about your journey to becoming an MFR therapist? Sure. Hi, thanks, Heather, for having me. So I got my degree in massage, uh, well, in therapeutic body work 23 years ago. And I did then some therapeutic work. We had the muscle energy and position release. All these things that now I see have come together were pieces of John's MFR program. But I couldn't ever, I could never piece it together. And I have always felt like I was missing a piece, like the puzzle piece that is proverbial lost. But I had seen John's stuff. I'd gotten the mailers for years and thought, oh, can't afford it. And I finally decided. And so for the last five years, because I'm 50 this year, for the last five years, I've been trying to figure out how am I going to do this for another 20 years? How am I going to retire? How am I going to do these things? And I finally decided, I tried other things that didn't quite work, that didn't quite fit in the puzzle. And then I decided this year to do it. I just, it was close. It was in San Antonio. I could stay with a friend and control my costs. And I went and I was like, holy Toledo, this is the thing. It's a little bit of all of the things that I've already been trying to do. So that was March of this year. And again, it was my 50th birthday. And so my mom was like, what do you want? And and I was like, well, I kind of really want to do this. And so I went and did the SES in uh, Malvern. Mm-hmm. because I wanted to make sure that I was doing it right from the beginning, you know, instead of waiting three years and going like, oops, all wrong. <laughs> but that was a really good experience because I'm a massage therapist and I'm a good massage therapist and I love doing that. But seeing how a session plays out and without any massage, without the toolbox, which you refer to a lot that massage therapists always say that. I've always said that. I'm like, I have all these things in my toolbox. But how do you do just one thing? And I know the MFR, I mean, like I said, it has pieces. All these things that I've been piecemealing together are now like all together. So how to, I could finally see how to do that and have a pathway to putting them all together. Yeah. To being MFR only. Is that what you mean? To be MFR only. Yes. And as to how I got to coaching, I met Donna. Yeah. Donna Height. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, because she's really cool. And I'd be like, oh, yes. I could be her friend. Shout out to Donna. Hi, we love you. <laughs> so, you know, we, again, there's just seeing her and seeing her and seeing her and her and Lindsay were both like, you have to listen to Heather's podcast. I'm like, I don't know who that is. Mm-hmm. And so on my way back from a class up in Dallas, I listened to five hours worth of podcasts. And I was like, oh yeah, that's good. That makes sense. That makes sense. All these things. Because I've, again, always slightly struggled Um, in my massage business, you know, and I I feel like there's a whole bunch of reasons for that. So I, I went onto Donna's website because I thought, well, I want to ask her some more about the coaching and, and I want to get treated. So this was August maybe. Mm -hmm. And I looked at her website and she was booked out until the end of November. And I was like, holy shit. I guess that's the answer as to whether or not coaching works. Because I've never in 23 years of business been booked out two and three months solid in advance. Mm -hmm. So I texted her. I'm like, I guess I got my answer. And she's like, oh yeah, it was huge. And so then I had been listening, I signed up 
When do yeah, when did you sign up for coaching? The end of October. Okay. So you're still you're really still just like in your first 90 days. Yes, I'm still very new at it. Yeah. And she had texted me. She's like, sign up for the selling MFR course. And I'm like, I already did. <laughs> but I was like so like, I want to start like right now. Yeah. Right now. Cause I it's funny because sometimes in my brain I think that I overthink things. And then sometimes I 100% dive off the cliff straight into the ocean. And I'm like, I just go. And so I think I had messaged you or Meg, I don't know who it goes to. And I was just like, uh, it would want to sign up. And it was, then it was giving me, sometimes it would give you the whole page waiting for the end of the selling MFR. And I was like, no, no, I want in now. And I kept logging in. And then one day it let me in. I'm like, buy it. <laughs> Get in and do it. I love that. I remember that. You were messaging with me. That was me. I'm a real life okay. person. Hello. Hi, it's me. <laughs> you know, I was just like, I need to do it. I need to start. So that was then. Okay. Because then I thought, well, that was kind of stupid because I was about to leave for Nashville and I had like all these things that were going to keep me from being able to even do it. I couldn't go to your, your, the first Tuesday thing. And then I was going to be gone. And then this, like, bad excuses. And so I'm going through the videos and going through the stuff, listening, you know, every Tuesday. And it was one of the things that it has done. Again, I was listening to Raise Your Rate day five, in fact, just yesterday. And one of the, I can't remember who said it, but about, you know, like really kind of stepping into your power. That's what coaching did for her. Yeah. And it is kind of, even though I'm not done and I'm only two months in and all these things that I'm just like, I can just say things a little bit easier. I had a client say to me yesterday, because I, I posted, that I'm changing my prices at the beginning of uh, January. Mm -hmm. And I'm still working out the tiered program for Made Me a Legacy People. But I said to her, a longtime client, she's also a friend. And I'm like, I'm raising my rates. If you would like to buy a package, you can do that until the 6th. And she said, what is your rate going to be? And I told her it was going to go up to $150 an hour. And she said, well, is that the going rate for a massage? And I said, well, it depends on where you go, but I know that my cheap rate keeps people from taking me seriously as a person who can actually help affect their pain. When I am priced at, even with my, with my massage, if I'm priced at new people straight out of school, you know, then they are like, Oh, you're, you're that. Well, and even like to that point, like what even, what in the hell is a going rate? Going who rate. decides who make, it's all made up people. Right. It's all what you subscribe to. And not only does it keep your clients, I think from taking you serious, I think it keeps yourself from taking yourself serious about the tools and what it is that you know. Right. So let's dive into that for a second. Like when you think about where you were before you joined coaching and you kind of let you dove in, you didn't really, you know, you had a lot of stuff going on, right? Mm -hmm. You've been in the swirl of it. It's been less than 90 days. What has changed for you personally in those, in the two months you've been in? Well, there's a, a couple of things, especially uh, as I've listened to coaching calls, mm -hmm. I realized one, I do have a successful business but I am ready for it to transition. I wasn't aware that I already had a successful business mm. until I started hearing you say like, okay, make sure you have this and you have that. I'm like, okay, I did that and I've done that and I've done that. I've done a lot of the foundational things before. I mean, I've done them for my current business. So doing them new, as I was just telling you, I'm doing a new website and all that kind of stuff. So that will be easier because I have done it before. And so a lot of those things I don't have to spin out about because been there, yeah. done that. You already did it. Already you already did spun that. out about it before. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've done that dramatic thing. But also the, the things that I have done that I never did was like really dive into the numbers of my business, you know, because like I'm a massage therapist and I'm great at what I do. I'm I'm artistic in my work, but I'm like, oh, numbers. Eh, I don't want to look at that. And so actually looking to see how I spend my money and looking at the facts and just saying it. I say it to people now. I say, this is going to be my new rate. And for some people, their eyeballs go Ooh, like a cartoon character. They bug out. Yeah. And I just sit and they're like, well, good for you. More than anything else, my clients have said, good for you. You deserve to be making that amount. Yeah. So those things have changed. But the other thing is sort of peace in my mind about 
the time that I'm taking away from clients. I can't remember if I had already told you this. My mom told me when I, I kept saying, I'm taking all this time off of work to do a seminar, to go to SES, go to do whatever, because all that's time not earning me money with clients. And she said, you need to stop saying that because all of it is work. You know, you are going somewhere else to do some stuff for your work, but it is not time off. And I'm like, well, that's true. Yeah. And if like going to seminars or going to coaching calls increases your revenue, yeah, I like to look at it as like, what is the return on investment for either my time or my money? What am I getting back for this? How am I going to know what to look for in the future to know that I got that return? Right. And so the thing that has happened really is that I've taken, you know, with MFR, with coaching, with all of the things or both of those two things together, I've taken a ton of time away from clients this year for, like I I said in my post the other day, uh, by the 21st of January, I will have taken nine seminars in a 10 month period. That's a lot. (laughs) That's a lot. Several of those are full weeks or 10 days away from seeing clients. And I am making more this year with all of that time, not hands on a person. I'm making more money this year than I've ever made in 23 years of practice. And that's been eye-opening for me. And I'm like, oh, look, I don't have to work six days a week, which I still do. And I don't have to work 49 weeks out of the year. Yeah. And then also maybe I can just take time off your podcast yesterday I was talking about time off and I'm like okay you know I'm gonna spend the 30 minutes and schedule some time not filled with because that's been my I'm always a little bit of a hummingbird like I gotta flap my wings you know a hundred times a second to keep moving gotta keep moving Mm -hmm. and so those are the things that have been able to shift for me and be at peace about the changes that I need to make about raising my prices about needing to look for a new location yeah. What about like your thoughts about not doing massage? It's hard. I know you I, had a lot of thoughts about that. Like, well, I'm never going to be able to not do massage. I think that was one of the first posts you put in the Facebook group. Yeah. My first coaching call. I'm like, well, how do I do this? You know? And like I said, I do have to transition out of it because I pay, I'm the only person paying bills in my household. So, you know, but I'm going to start carving days away. You know, the MFR business is going to get you know, the bulk of the days and any massage people will only get, you know, two days a week until they go away. And the new patients or new clients rather that do come under the heading of massage, whether they know it or not, are only getting MFR because they won't know a difference. Yeah. Like you say, they'll be paying my new rate. They won't know a difference. And then ultimately when I educate them, yeah. Yeah, I think that's a great plan. And I think you're going to be surprised at how quickly your brain is just going to switch over and just be like tired of dealing with all of the bullshit that comes with like having two separate practices. And you're just going to Mm -hmm. be like, it's just easier to convert everybody to an MFR client from the beginning. But I do like that you're giving yourself space to hold both at the same time and to create like calmness and security for yourself as being like the breadwinner in your family. So I think that that's a really good plan. I like how quickly you're moving along though, because it seems like when you first came, you were like really unsure of your identity as an MFR therapist. And I think some of that comes from like, you've only been doing the work for nine months, right? And like, you've had nine seminars in 10 months time. That's a lot. And it's a shock to our nervous system. Like it's a shock to our belief systems. Like everything is changing and swirling around. Like you're in just this like, giant up level and everything is changing. And then on top of that, you add in, oh, and then I'm going to join this business coaching program where I'm going to completely change the way I've ran a business that's been successful for 20 years, 20 plus years. And I'm going to take everything and like knock it on its (laughs) its ass basically. And I'm going to have to destroy the way I thought about what it means to be successful, what it means to be a hard worker, what it means to serve clients. The other day you posted in the Facebook group something about you were like selling your ass off or something. Do you want to talk about like what that means to you and like what that looks like? Describe it for the audience, what that means. (laughs) Well, um, 
because my the first thing that I took with you was the selling MFR thing. And I'm not a great salesperson. None of us are organically. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I worked for the gap in my twenties and somebody would say like, which one do you like? And I'm like, well, I like that blue one. And they're like, but I like the red one. I'm like, well, you didn't ask which one you like. You asked which one I like. I like that one. So <laughs> I've always been like that. I'm like, if you want it, buy it. And so I've offered packages for all of these many years. And, but it's always been a, like, if you want one and if you're going to come back, I mean, I hope that you come back. And I, you know, I do have ways that I can talk to them because massage is something I know and I'm comfortable with because I'm still trying to get the MFR sort of like into my tissues and into how I do and not, not float over into a massage thing. So I had a new MFR client coming in fresh, not somebody that I'm having to convince. And she, well, first of all, she kept saying, so you're going to fix me. You're going to fix me. And I was like, no, we are going to do this together. You're going to come in. We're going to do the work, but I cannot fix you. We're going to help your pain though. And so she said, well, how often should I come? So she's already talking about how often should I come? And I was just like, really closer together is better. So if we can do, you know, twice a week for the next couple of weeks, that'd be great. And I may, and I offer a six pack. So that's like a free session for you. And and I said, to, you know, she's like, well, how much is that? I was like, it'll be $900. And her did, her eyes did kind of like, ooh, you know, cartoon character. She's like, you know what? That's okay. I need my knee working again because she's active and wants to do her half marathons or whatever's. Um, and she's like, that's okay. It's going to fix. It's going to be better. Great. And, and I was like, okay, great. So we sold it, you know, right then. She scanned my little Zelle thing and sent the money over. We scheduled all of her stuff. And so she's coming through the end of the year. And it just... It felt like an easy conversation about something I'm still trying to develop my language around. Mm -hmm. But also I have to, you know, again, I have to start. I already know how to do some of these things. I just have to you know, develop my MFR language. Enrollment for my 12 month coaching program starts January 31st. And to kick things off, we're having a live call that's happening at noon central. So that's right. Mark your calendars off for noon central time zone, January 31st. To register for that call, go to www.themfrcoach.com forward slash live call. During that call, you can ask me anything. And I'm bringing a panel of current coaching clients to spill all the details about what it's really like inside the program when you get coached by me. Hear their real results their real struggles and ask them any kind of question that you have. They're going to answer it. And so will I, when you attend this live call, I'm also going to be giving you a very special bonus. When you join the coaching program, this special bonus is only going to be available if you attend that call live. So go and register at www.themfrcoach.com forward slash live call, block off your schedule for January 31st at noon central and start writing down those questions. I'll see you at the end of the month. One of my questions though for you is like prior to coaching, would you have known to have a conversation in that way with that much intention, even though you'd been running your business for 20 years? No, I probably would not ever have told a person you need to come in twice a week, you know, mm -hmm. for the next, you know, at least three weeks. Would you have just left it up to them to decide? Probably. Yes. Yes. I'd have been like, you know, you once a month is great or kind of mealy mouth oh, your body. Yeah. 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 A little bit of like, oh, you should come. But I have always had difficulty. Um, like I have other colleagues, they're like, let's get you on the books right now. And and they have no problems with it. I've I don't know why. I don't know why I always struggle with it, but I always have had that be a hurdle that I'm like, oh, I, I sure hope you come back. Yeah. I just want to point out though, like how absolutely normal that is. And then for anyone listening, you know, maybe you're listening, you're like, well, I've had my MFR business for 20 years and it's fine. Like you think about it as successful. It's these little micro changes in the sales conversation that you do that make macro results that show up as huge increases in not only client results, but huge increases in the amount of money that you're able to make, how booked out you're able to be. And then just, I think the ease around these conversations, because I think sales conversations are one of the biggest pain points that I hear from you guys that you're having. 
And it's because we don't want to feel salesy. We don't want to feel graspy. We don't want to feel pushy. And we really don't think that we know more than the client does, right? We really think that they somehow have this superpower about being the expert in the room where myofascial release Mm -hmm. is concerned. And it just, even if you've only had one 20 hours worth of training in myofascial release with John, you probably know more than the client that's in the room with you. And you probably can make a better recommendation than they're going to recommend to themselves, right? Sure. So I think that it's just badass and awesome to see how open you were to coming in here and being like, yes, I know a lot because I've had a business and it has been successful, but where are all the pain points in my business? What isn't actually working that I just have been tolerating this whole time? And how much better can I make this be? Right. And that's where I feel like you're really shining is like, oh, I can improve my sales. I can improve this part or this makes me uncomfortable. So I'm going to get coaching on it and I'm not going to stay uncomfortable anymore. What do you say to that? No, a hundred percent. Cause it's allowing me to hone, you know, the things that I know that I need help with. And I appreciate that because I had those moments where I needed help with my website too. You know, I, I had to have someone help me build it, you know, 15 years ago. So when I know that I need a thing, you know, I, I'm like, I, I need help on this, you know, that's like yeah. I had last weekend with the, uh, you know, trying to find a new, you know, location and the email, I'm like, how do I spin my head around this thing? And it's, it a hundred percent helped me having, you know, you and Meg come into the Facebook group and tell me, you know, like maybe you reframe it like this. And I did that. And so for anybody that doesn't know, I'm looking for a new location and many office buildings because I'm a massage therapist, do not rent to massage therapists just as a general policy. Mm-hmm. Us massage therapists, we're wild, right? We carry the watermelon. We just do all kinds of crazy stuff. Right. And I was, I was preemptively, you know, I was all like all puffed up, ready to be angry about when I got rejected. And so when she asked a question, I was ready to pop off at her. And so in, instead of being mad or having those things, I emailed her. I'm so glad that you Googled me because she had to have Googled me to find out that I was a massage therapist. Yeah. And I was like, that makes this so much easier. But what you asked, because she asked if I needed a studio. And I'm like, oh, that kind of implies that I need this tiny little dark room, but that's not what I need. I need this. I need this much room. Yeah, you're able to just ask for what you wanted because you weren't spinning out. Yeah. And so she answered back. Typically, the owners do not rent to massage therapists, but I will ask them, give me all of your credentials and your websites and your whatnot. And I sent her all those things. And she sent me my options. I mean, in the end, I probably couldn't even afford that building, which was what I said before. I'm like, I probably cannot even afford this, but I need to see what is available in my area of um, where I'm looking. But I was able to kind of calm, you know, my nervous system and communicate more effectively without all the stuff that I was thinking she was thinking about me thinking about her, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I think that that's so valuable. Like this is another huge value of, getting coached is having a managed mind. We do all of this work to process things through our bodies in myofascial release. And yet we are some of the wildest in the mind people out there on the planet. Like the (laughs) things that we are thinking that other people are thinking about us. And I think we're just normal, right? Like Mm. it's normal. Most people don't have managed minds and we're not talking managed like a robot. I don't feel or whatever. It's really being able to spot when we possibly could be thinking, like taking on other people's thoughts that we then think about ourselves, which creates a terrible feeling or vibration in our body, which then leads us to do actions that we wouldn't actually want to be taking and then ultimately produces a result of not what we want. Managed mind, people with managed minds that try this on purpose at all usually are able to spend less time feeling terrible, more time feeling in control. And then from those feelings, like even if you just get to neutral, taking different actions that actually produce the result that we want. So like in your case, your circumstance was you were looking for rental property. Someone said words to you. You didn't like the words they said. So you immediately like felt judged and you wanted to like fight them, right? With your words. (laughs) But you were able to see that, get coached on it. And then instead, like take a pause and then respond and then get exactly what you needed out of that conversation. 
So where are you at now with looking at properties? Are you closer to finding one? Did you, was she able to give you more options? Well, I'm still looking because the circumstances that my building is being sold and the, mm-hmm. the doctor who was buying it at first said she wanted us all to move out. And I'm supposed to speak to her later today because she may now want us to stay if we okay. can, which would be ideal because moving, you know, it's expensive and time consuming. So if I could stay, that'd be great. My clients already love it and it's comfortable and it's a house kind of set up. Yeah. So that would be great. But if not, I am also at peace with needing to find a space. And I have until April, I have plenty of time to find whatever is next. And the other thing that coaching has kind of given me is, and I know I'm not at the point where I'm supposed to be looking at second offers or the next thing, but it's I like, maybe I could grow my business because people are always like, you know, are you ever going to hire other massage therapists? And I'm like, no, definitely not. Mm-hmm. Definitely not. That's too subjective. It's too, you know, massage like her or whatever. And I was just like, but we don't have enough myofascial release therapists in Houston. There's only like, I don't know, 10 of us. I mean, it's crazy mm-hmm. in a city of 7 million. I'm like, we need more people. Yeah, lots more. I told one of my <laughs> colleagues yesterday, I'm like, because she's in San Antonio and they're having, you know, they announced a whole vacation series. And I'm like, you need to take this. It will change your life. And if not your life, you're for sure your career, which will change your life. Take this. Yeah. Anyway, so it started opening my mind up to how I can set myself up to do that in the future and maybe not have to be at the, you know, a slave to renting somewhere else if I could buy a thing or setting my mind up for the next future bit. Cause all of this has been to how to make my work work better for me and for my future. Because I don't know if it was in the class the other day or in one of your videos talking about like, we deserve to set, have a retirement like every other business does. And I said far too many times, well, you know, there's no retirement for somebody like me. You have to make it, right? You have to create it. You have to create it. And, you know, but when I have felt like I'm living like month to month and like there's no extra to save. Do you still feel like you're living month to month or can you already tell a difference in the income since you started coaching? It is already different. And then even I didn't sign up for Gina's program, but just a little bit that I got out of her thing the other week. And I'm like, oh yeah, that really makes sense. It's also... The coaching too, and you know, you've said before about changing my feelings around money. And I love how you talked about you and your husband, like he came from a family of spenders. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. my dad was a you know, a spender. He's like he had checks, he was writing them. And so I have a little bit of both of that, but it's helped me see, you know, how the best pay off things that debt is not a direct reflection of me. I yeah. I had to take out a small business loan during COVID. So, you know, I was like, I got to pay this off fast. And then I'm like, it's a mortgage. It's fixed. It's fine. Yeah. You're just renting the money. Yeah. I have 30 years to pay it off. If I pay it off, that's great. But if not, you know, I don't have to rush to pay that and have that be a stressor. And so it's helped me. And I say, you know, through coaching, because you made that available to us that I could, you know, like, okay, I could save in a different way and pay off things in a different way and spend my money differently. And then certainly there is more money in my account and my savings account and not my checking account. Mm -hmm. Which I love. (laughs) I just want to like tell the audience what we're talking about, like to bring them up to speed. So you're referring to a special guest coach that we had come in, Gina Knox. She's been on the podcast before. I've mentioned her before, I think on multiple podcast episodes. I have this really cool partnership with Gina where Gina is offering special coaching for people that are in my program, a special deal. I will leave the link to her program information in the show notes. So you guys can check that out for those of you that are not in the program, but that are interested in working with Gina. Gina runs a program called Six Figure Savers. And inside the program, she teaches this money management tool called the Cashflow Waterfall. And it is so helpful. And just the way she teaches on debt and on entrepreneurial businesses, you know, most business money systems that are available to us are based for people who are working nine to five jobs. We are entrepreneurs. We are going to always have businesses that are not linear. We are going to have variable income months and we need to be given advice and information on how to manage money when you have variable income months. So I highly recommend that people join her program. And I just feel like it's the best pairing of my program and then a money program. She's also 
a certified life coach through the life coach school, which is the same teaching that I have the same framework that we coach from. So it pairs very beautifully. And I I mean, I don't think it's a problem that you haven't joined her program. I think that there, you can get so much out of her guest coaching and also you can join whenever you want. So I just want to point that out. Yeah. I like though, how you said like debt is neutral. That's one of the skills you've picked up from coaching. Like there's just so many like little micro things that you can pick up just from being in the program yeah. that change your life, right? This idea that debt's neutral, I feel like that's a life-changing thought process to change because we spend, I, I know I was in the cycle of like, I cannot have any balance on my credit card. I cannot have this debt. Debt is bad. I am a shameful and terrible person if I have this debt versus how can I leverage debt and how can I take to my advantage having some sort of loan that has low interest that I can pay off for years and years and years and then you know pay it off in one lump sum when I decide I'm ready to. How can I use that to my advantage? That is what the wealthiest entrepreneurs who are mostly male, like they get this advice and they're the ones out there doing that. Well, we can do it too. And I aim to bring in all of the heavy hitters, all the big guns, all the smart women that I know that are going to advise us. And yes, there are males in our program and they're the best, but I also am like coming at this as a coach that I am a female, I'm living the female lived experience and I know what it's like. Yeah. You know, the way we're treated in the world. And I will always be bringing in support for our program as it grows. Yeah, no, I've really uh, appreciated one of your podcasts the other day. I, I think it's somebody that you are in a, a coaching program with her name starts with a K. Yeah, she was talking about scarcity in your podcast a week or so ago. Mm. And that is always, that has been an issue for me, especially with regards to my business. I'm like, there is never enough. Ah. But since beginning, so it's been two months, I made some changes specifically to my booking to not allow gaps. So uh, there's something called gap filler. You made your schedule work for you. Yeah, it makes my schedule work. People are booking because they're like, oh, I, I couldn't hardly find a slot. I'm like, I know, it's amazing. And then my day was full and not something at nine o'clock in the morning or something at nine o'clock at night with a big gap in between. Yeah. Okay. I'm so glad you're bringing this up because I think people are scared that online booking is somehow going to make it so that people will have thoughts about your schedule, like especially if you have lots of space. And so people will make their schedule look busy on purpose and miss out on spots where people mm -hmm. could book, right? Or they make it so available and so many options that people's brains like glitch out when they land there and they're like, it's too many options and they just leave. Mm -hmm. So I love this, that you just decided to make your schedule only available for the times where you want to be working. And lo and behold, that's making you fully booked. Yeah. And just using the tools that it had available. Um, I use Acuity. And they have something called gap filler and look busy. And I can tell it how much to deliver to the people or how little. Yeah. And ever since I did one of them, I was afraid to do the gap filler. I think I was afraid to do because I was just like, kick, 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 what will it mean? You know, and what it meant is that I don't have gaps in my day anymore. And, you know, it provides the sense of scarcity for them and not for me. And that's yet another thing that was discussed that, you know, for the women that you made available to us that I was just like, Oh, that's me. That's me. Mm -hmm. And I suffer, I suffer from that. And it's getting better. I don't feel like I don't have enough clients. I don't feel like I don't have enough, all those things. Cause I have, I have tons, I have tons and tons. Yeah. When this airs, we'll be into 2024. What has a typical year of revenue been for you so far? And then what do you project 2024 will be when you are mainly doing MFR only? My annual has swung wildly from, you know, my COVID year of my business barely making 50,000 and I still had all my business expenses, which is why the loan to where to this year, as of like this, right this minute, I'm at $92,000 for the year that my business has made. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. <laughs> I know. That's why I say, I'm like, oh, I haven't nearly been doing as bad as I thought that I was. Yeah. Because I keep comparing myself to other people. But in my, I did a vision board at the beginning of this whole process. And my target was $20,000 a month. Mm -hmm. So that's my target, which would mean next year I should make. $240,000. Okay. Can I just coach you for a minute though on that Please. goal? Yes. How many hours a week do you have to work to hit that goal charging $150 an hour? 
25 to 30. Okay. Why do you want to work that many hours? Working is what I know how to do. And I feel like I'm a bit of catch up. Like if I'm honest, I'm like, well, and take a line from Greece. I want to get my kicks while I'm young enough to get them. So I'm like, while I'm young enough to do the work, I would like to continue to fill my days as much as I can still, you know, but I'd like to get to a point where I can take some time off. Yeah. What if you could work 20 hours or less? Yeah. That'd be and good. make plenty of money. Yeah. I just want you to consider that because I know that it can seem very much like, oh, but this is what I could do if I worked this hard. Working this hard in quotation marks, like, is what will burn you out. Right. You will make money longer if you are not burning out. So rather than try to suck it all in in one year, <laughs> yeah. what if you're just able to have the longevity to go for 20 more years? Right. Yeah. Okay. I want, I want you to consider that. I don't want to take away your big dream, right? No, no. I hear you. When I did, like I said, that was my vision board that I made when I first started. Yeah. Don't lose sight of that. I mean, that's possible. I think we just have to get there a different way. Like raising your rate again, like after you're fully booked with MFR only. Yes. Yeah. So when I did my raise your rate numbers, my facts were getting me closer to like a consistent 12 to $14,000 a month. And what I wrote, because after I started the weekly coaching calls, I went and got myself a little whiteboard. You don't have your whiteboard behind you so that I could write some mantras on there. I'm like, I easily earn $3,000 a week, which would put me at 12. Yeah, My months have not been consistent. Sometimes they're seven and sometimes they're 10. And I fluctuate back and forth between those numbers. But if I could get to a consistent number of around 12, well, that's somewhere between 15 and 20, you know, contact hours, of hands on a person every week. Mm-hmm. And that would be very comfortable as you say, juicy and delicious for me. Yes. Okay. I love that. I want you to never lose sight of like big goals and big dreams. Yeah. And this is like just as much for you as it is for everyone listening is like, we don't want to set ourselves up to be disappointed or like disappoint ourselves like on the front end of it by like not having it happen fast enough. Or the worst thing that can happen is we burn out because it's not happening fast enough. And because we can't maintain 30 clients a week. I don't know how people do that physically. I don't need a lot of naps. I know you like the nap. I don't need the naps. I like naps. I need naps. (laughs) I also understand the idea of like working really hard and we have to redefine what hard work is and what enough is for ourselves, right? Some people have to be moving at all times in order to feel successful. Some people don't need to do that. Where's like a happy medium between the two so that you can really enjoy all aspects of your life and mostly outside of work. Like work is just one aspect of your life. A lot of us make our MFR businesses our life. Yeah. We've got to have a life outside of it. It is fun to be in just love with it while you're in it. But we also have need that love affair outside of our business. Right. With our lives. That feels a hundred percent because I go through phases where I feel like I don't do anything, especially when I am having a nice booked week. I'm like, I don't have time to do anything. And I like to go to shows and concerts and dinners with friends and whatnot. I'm like, I don't have time for anything. Yeah. So yes, in my brain, I think I I had said in one of the entry level things, you know, 20 to 25 contact hours was always my, that was my target. That meant I was paying all my bills plus some, but that was at that tiny little amount. Yeah. And then my bills had changed. Again, that was a 15 years ago number. And now I'm like, I'm not even sure that that pays my bills anymore. In the finally actually looking at digging through, looking at numbers and being like, mm, yeah, I'm not, no wonder I'm living so like on the edge. Sorry, cat. Yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> Cats are always welcome on the show. Welcome. <laughs> You know, but uh, that I wasn't, I wasn't even aware of what my own facts were because I hadn't looked at them. And those, those old numbers weren't valid anymore and I needed to be charging more. And so yeah, it's helped me to get to that. And also, like I said, just coming to terms with, and again, through things that I've listened to that other people have said, who is my best client? Probably not my mom because she would never spend money on herself in the way that I need. I'm like, so that's fine. Right. 
No, I just think about, you know, Jonathan, the yeah. very first week had had, he's like, you know, somebody said to him and I'm like, yeah, no, but my mom wouldn't come. Even some of my best friends, they're like, oh, I would never spend that. I'm like, that's okay. There's 7 million people in this city that will. Yeah. I love that. I love that idea for anyone, even people that live in a tiny town. There's hundreds of people here. There's thousands of people here, like whatever the number is. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be the people in your town, like the town right. over, the town over from that, the city over from that. Hours away, people will come to your destination service. Yeah. I just drove two and a half hours one way. So five hours of driving in one day to take me and my daughter to go see Jonathan Wolf at Wolfpack Myofascial Release in Waverly, Iowa, very small town. And we're going again this weekend. Like people will drive, not just the MFR coach who apparently flies all over the country now just for MFR therapy, which I can't think of anything better to fly around for. But, (laughs) you know, I'm not the only one willing to do that. Yeah. And so, you know, wrapping my head around people will leave for a whole host of reasons. And me getting to make more money can be one of them. And I'm okay with that because I lost people just because they decided they were done or they needed to move or they were tired of seeing my face or like whatever i don't even know you don't know yeah it's the nature of our business like if there is not people leaving something's going wrong but to some degree right same with if there are not people coming in something is going wrong right both things that are actually not i mean not people coming in is a problem we want to fix people leaving sometimes is a problem we want to fix sometimes it's not a problem at all sometimes it's what needs to be happening so That's what I love about this coaching container. That's what I love about this being an entire year. We used to try to cram this into 12 weeks, right? It feels so much better for me. I would be super panicked right now if it was still 12 weeks. And I know, and I hate that part, right? (laughs) And and a lot of people would just like, you know, keep staying in and getting, get great results. But I'm just like, what happens when we just like take the pressure of that time constraint off? Like, you know, for some people, the time pressure was super valuable, but for a lot of people, it's not. So I always just want to be able to like reevaluate and know what is working for the majority, like 75% of the people or more, and how can we make this even, even better? So, you know, it's fun. Like it's worked this entire time, but I just feel like it's even better now. And it's just fun to like meet people. You know, the cool thing about you and I too, is you joined, I got to meet you almost like within a month of you joining in person, got to go out to dinner with you. I was in Nashville. That's really fun too. Yeah. Well, I think I told you, it felt like meeting a celebrity. I'm like, oh, there's Heather. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know if I'm into my celebrity era yet, but I mean, someone did recognize me at the airport that I didn't know who they were. So shout out to Shauna. If she's listening to the podcast. And I was like, I'm going to have to start not traveling like a homeless person that hasn't showered in a week or something when I travel. <laughs> something about airplanes makes me very greasy. I don't know what it is. It's the dry air. <laughs> something, but yeah. So if you see me in the airport, say hi. I will be there looking greasy no matter what. <laughs> okay, I'm a nerd. All right. What would you say to people that are like you? They've had a business for years. Maybe they're an MFR therapist already. Maybe they're not, or maybe they're just learning that they are one. What would you say to them about joining coaching? I would say join coaching that I didn't even know what I didn't know until I joined. And don't take this the wrong way. I have tried a bunch of different things that didn't work. Yeah. And so I was open to it not working or working because I've wasted money on things that hundred percent did not work. And even if I got one thing out of it, it would be better than some of the things that I did that did not work, mm-hmm. um, advertising or whatever. But in just these two months, I feel changed, which is what I said in, in Meg's reflections post is that I have heard your words and with every day of it, I'm different than I was the day before. And so I am different. Um, in just the last week, I've talked about stuff that when I first came here as a baby massage therapist um, with my tools from college, I didn't know myself well enough to explain to people why they would be beneficial to them. So they kind of got dusty and I kind of forgot about them. And now I had this thing that uses all those old dusty tools. And so now I can grease them up and be like, oh, but this is really how they're supposed to be used. And so it helped me to both MFR the training itself and the coaching is how to talk about it, how to be more in my own space and energy and have it be okay. All the things that might happen. My favorite thing that in one of the podcasts that I listened to on that drive home from Dallas, 
and you've said it a gazillion times, is that it should be just like reading the news. What you charge, your rate is just the facts and it just is. Blah. Mm-hmm. And regardless of the people that tell me, because I when I, I changed my price during COVID, $10, 10 measly dollars. And I had a client say she was never coming back again as she yeah. drove away in her Porsche. And I was just like, no problem. Really? <laughs> okay. And yep. the drama is the same. You've said that before for $10 or what is amounting to $50. And I'm like, Ugh. and someone else said on the other day on one of the calls of the videos, I can't remember about uh, people that opt out of her price. She doesn't even know about it because they're booking online and she doesn't even know. So I don't ever have to take in. And I had the same thing. They book online, they see the price, they say yay or nay. Yeah. And I don't ever have to deal with that drama. It just is. It's just listed out there. It's just not drama for you, right? It could be drama for somebody else. It's not right. your Yeah. Well, yeah, once I decided, and I've just, I have an, an old website and the new website that I gave you, mm-hmm. I started changing, like the price is just this. It's just one thing. And so they see that they may g- click my book now, but they've already seen that. So uh, I would say to join. I would always just say to join the coaching and figure out what you don't know. Again, my colleague who I said, take this course, it will change your life or just your career, which will also change your life. And her response to me was, but I'm poor and I can't afford it. I'm like, I haven't even added it all up what I spent on, you know, so something like, I don't know, with your program, I think I'm like 15 grand into Mm -hmm. training for this year. I haven't spent that much money since I was in university, but I'm just like, it's okay. I mean, I have so much growth. I just imagine like if we track how long it takes for you to make back $15,000, I mean, you could make it in a month. Compared to last year, I may hit it by the end of this year. You know, I have, I know we yeah. have two and a half weeks left in the month. I'm already more than I was last year. And the only thing I did different this year than last year was MFR and coaching. Yeah. Well, you invested in your skill level and you invested in your business skill level. Yeah, that is the difference, right? And I think all the time we want to buy something to solve a problem. Sometimes we aren't fully aware of the problem we need to fix. And so what ends up happening is we spend money on programs to solve problems we either don't have or problems we don't, we aren't aware of what the problem is. And so it's a bad investment, right? And that's okay. I made $30,000 worth of investments that were not helpful for me this year. That's okay. It's okay. Sometimes I'm like, oh, but also like the lessons I learned from that will keep me from doing that again, maybe to the same extent, right? So there's always lessons to be learned. But what I, I share that with you guys really for the benefit of ask yourself and ask your business, what problems am I aware of? What problems am I not aware of? Where am I not dreaming big enough? right? Like for this friend that thinks she's poor. If you think you're poor, you always will be, Exactly. right? You will make poor decisions. You will act in a poor way. You will not invest in things that can create more money because you can't see past the vision of I'm poor. So just be really careful about what you say to yourself. Yeah. I kept myself stuck for a long time in my MFR business because I Just thought like I have the thoughts that everybody else has, right? People won't pay for this. I don't know how to sell it. I don't know how to talk about it. It was the moment I started to do it on purpose that changed everything. The moment, everything on purpose and every investment on purpose too. Right. I hear all of that and 100% agree. And I've paused. If I feel myself start to say a thing, I'm like, no, I'm not just in anything. I am or I, this, or I, after one of our coaching calls, my colleague that lives or that works in my building every day when I walk in and I'm like, hi, I'm Kim Stacey. I'm a MyFast release therapist. I introduced myself to her so that I get used to saying it. And she kind of laughed at first and I'm like, and you are, and I make her do the same thing. And I'm like, oh, be in, you know, be in your power and in your title and in your whatever. I start, have to verbalize it because that's the only way I get comfortable with it is I have to keep doing it, doing Mm -hmm. it, saying it, doing it again, just like the MFR. I got to getting it into my tissues through practice and getting it right. Yeah. You've had 10 or nine seminars in 10 months. Now it is time to put all of those skills into 
action and really, really, really start getting your clients results just from treating them. Like, you know, enough, it is time to go to work, just doing the work. And then you're going to come to coaching for your confidence and your, your business skills. Yes. hundred percent. So, so exciting. Well, I just want to thank you so much for being a part of the program, for taking the risk, for taking the risk and buying coaching from me for trusting me with your business. I am just looking forward to what happens when you hit your first $12,000 a month, you know, first 10, first 12, first 15, and from there on out. And there's lots of ways to do that. And we'll, we'll brainstorm that in coaching. So before we wrap this up, I have one more question for you. I know you love the podcast. I know you get a ton out of it, but what do you think is the biggest difference between someone who was just listening to the podcast and getting that information and someone who is like actually paid and in the program? somebody that responds back to the questions that I had when I would be listening to the podcast, you know, cause I'm like, <laughs> I need to talk to somebody about this. And that's, that is the biggest thing is being able to get feedback on my issues. Even mm-hmm. with the last two weeks, I've raised my hand at the beginning and then it kind of got answered. So I put my hand down cause I'm like, well, I don't need, you know, someone else may need something. And I, I got what I needed out of the first two people that had a similar type of a question. Mm-hmm. So that would be the difference is the podcast kind of like gives you a nugget. And then as I sit in my car and think, but what about, and nobody talks back to me, whereas I'm in the coaching call or I go on Facebook and I get the response back, the question answered that I needed. So that is the thing. Awesome. And if you can't find it there, you can go into the portal and like find it in the portal. Oh yeah. So much information that I haven't even... I'm still in that 90 days, you know, mm-hmm. still re-listening, uh, hearing different things. So yeah, no, I'm still at the beginning of it. And like I said, if it was coming to an end in, in a couple of weeks, I'd be like, oh my God, I'm so bad. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be amazed at what you would get done in 12 weeks. But yes, I'm glad that we get to continue on. This is wonderful. All right. Thanks again for being a guest on on my program. I've really enjoyed this conversation. I will see you next week on our coaching call. Take care. And thank you so much. Where can people find you? Are you on Facebook, Instagram? Where are you located? Well, I have all of those things still under my old business name, which is Integrated Massage Services. But the new one that you announced at the beginning, the HTX MFR, all coming soon. Okay. Like I said, just bought them today and I'm opening a brand new business. So yeah. Amazing. Okay. We will include links to where to find you, where to book with you, all those things in the show notes. So for anyone who's curious and wants to look Kim up, you can find her in the show notes. Thanks again for joining me on another episode of the MFR Coaches podcast. We will see you all next week. Bye. Thanks for joining me today. If you enjoyed today's episode, please take a minute and rate and review the podcast. I appreciate it. For more information, please follow me on Facebook and Instagram at The MFR Coach. And check out my website, www.themfrcoach.com for more information. If you are currently not working 20 hours or less and making six figures in your MFR business, I want to help you change that. Make sure you tune into the show and get on my email list so you never miss out on important trainings and information. To be the first to find out when we are enrolling next for my 12-month Business Foundations coaching program, get on that email list at www.themfrcoach.com backslash join. Inside this program, you'll learn how to raise your rate, overcome objections, and sell MFR. You'll become the MFR therapist that never under-earns and never burns out. It's up to us to make MFR mainstream, and it starts with you and your successful MFR practice. See you next week.